a test of an H-bomb, the British tax playing cards, and you should be brushing your teeth. This is Today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Sunday, November 1st. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. All right, so it's an hour earlier, right? Uh, daylight savings time has ended. We fall back. So wait, no, it's an hour later. You know, the time thing just always screws me up. It's daylight savings time. It's, let's see, fall back. So whatever time it is right now, um, it would have been an hour from now if you look at yesterday. Um, I, I, I know that that didn't make sense, but um, daylight savings time also doesn't make sense. It's actually, we voted to end that in the state of California, and that's kind of gone nowhere. It's stalled out, and so we're stuck changing the time still here in California as we do everywhere else. Actually, 70 countries do this time change. Uh, it started in, in Germany, uh, during World War One, uh, that was the first one to do it. They did this to save coal so that they would burn less coal and they would save that for the war efforts. Uh, anyway, whatever it is, I, we're all probably tired because we've had this weird time adjustment. I know supposedly we get an extra hour of sleep. We really don't. Uh, and also, I guess this gives us an extra hour of 2020. And really, who needs that, right? Well, how do you spend that extra hour today? Well, you could try to read or write a book because it is National Authors Day. So maybe pick an author, one of your favorite authors, and read one of their books. Or if you are your favorite author, then maybe write a book today. You've got an extra hour, so you can probably get that done. Uh, it's also National Brush Your Teeth Day. Uh, it makes sense to have this day after all the candy and sweets from Halloween. Well, today is Brush Your Teeth Day, so make sure that you do it. Uh, if you only do it once a year, though, you're probably still going to have some problems. So uh, do it today, do it well, and then start doing it every day if you haven't been doing it. If you haven't been doing it, maybe you should think about doing that instead of listening to a podcast. It's also National Calzone Day. Uh, what's a calzone? Well, it's like a piece of pizza, but folded over. That's actually how it started, uh, by folding over a pizza so they could take it for lunch. It started back in Naples, Italy. Uh, it is sealed along the edge, and it's fried. That's how we do it now. Uh, and so, you know, because it's fried, it's it's got to be better, right? I had one of these at Sparrow's one time at the mall, and I wasn't very impressed. It was a little dry. I've not had one since, but maybe I should try one that's not from a mall, and maybe I would like it. That would probably be a good idea for me. Um, it's also cook for your pet's day. Uh, you definitely don't want to cook a calzone for your pet. That might be a little too hot for them. I don't really know uh, why you would cook meals for pets. I, I just, I, I know some people, they totally love it. It might be you. I don't want to, you know, stop you from listening to my podcast because I don't agree with cooking dinner for pets, but I, see, I think, you know, I cook for my kids every night and I think, you know, hey, one day they're going to be able to cook for me. Um, the dog's not going to do that. So I'm not going to cook for the dog. So sorry. Uh, it's But, you know, if you want to, it's National Cook for Your Pets Day. It's also National Men Make Dinner Day. So guys out there, get to work, make some dinner. It's National Vinegar Day as well. So maybe you could figure out something to make with vinegar in it. There you go. I, I've done it. Make some calzones. Throw some vinegar on them, too. Why not? All right. Uh, we've got a explosive story coming up for you on the podcast. No, literally, an explosion. We're going to tell you about that right after this. 
going to tell a story about the British Parliament here. Uh, in 1765, uh, they enacted a stamp act. It was a tax on the 13 colonies, and it was to help the British military pay for operations in North America. Basically, they needed to pay about 70 million pounds. Uh, yeah, that's a lot of money uh, back then. Defending the colonies in the French-Indian War. So British Parliament decided to enact the Stamp Act. Now, that doesn't mean just a tax on stamps. It means taxes on newspapers, playing cards, marriage license, uh, diplomas. Did I say playing cards in there? Yeah, playing cards. Basically, anything that was printed was going to get taxed. Anything on paper was getting taxed. And you know what? They couldn't just open up their iPads back then. Believe it or not, in 1765, kids, they didn't have iPads. I know, it's true, look it up. Anyway, they had to read their newspapers on paper and they didn't like that this was being taxed, they didn't like that the marriage license were being taxed, they didn't like any of that. So what did they do? Well, they said that it was taxation without representation. Now get this, the colonists actually had the highest per capita income of just about anywhere and they paid nearly zero tax, but just the thought of paying tax made them upset so they decided to boycott the stamp act and what they would do if you weren't going to boycott it and you were here and you were a colonist well guess what they would do they would tar and feather you <laughs> yeah uh i i never got that type of punishment i, I don't know exactly <laughs> why or how or what evil person came up with let's just tar and feather somebody let's put tar on them and then stick a bunch of feathers i, I don't get it but that was what they did back then to some people uh, that wouldn't boycott uh, the British for this uh, Stamp Act. Uh, there were riots in the streets because of this, and the homes of the tax collectors were just practically destroyed. So because of the boycotts, the businesses in England who were shipping a ton of stuff to the states and, well, the colonies, they were not able to sell as much as they could before, so they started to get upset as well. Benjamin Franklin was still over there, and he decided to step in to help as well. Anyway, eventually, King George III repealed the Stamp Act, but it was decided that they could eventually tax the colonists on some other stuff. So, you know what that led to, right? The American Revolutionary War. Now, that wouldn't happen for another decade, and we'll get to that in some future episodes here. But right now, let's move to 1952. Yeah, the sound of a nuclear bomb going off. It happened in 1952, the first H-bomb test for the United States at Bikini Atoll. It was codenamed Ivy Mike, and it was 10.4 megatons. This was a huge explosion, and the whole thing was recorded uh, so that they could share that video. It was much bigger than, let's say, the first one that they did. It was uh, in 1945. That was just 20 kilotons of TNT. This is 10 megatons, so much, much bigger explosion because of this. It wasn't the biggest ever tested though. That now goes to the Soviet Union. That was Tsar Bama. That was tested in 1961 and it was 50 to 58 megatons 
very scary stuff. The uh, testing site uh, of Bikini Atoll. There is a couple of movies about this if you want to learn more. Uh, there's one streaming on Netflix. Just do a little search on Bikini Atoll and you'll find that movie. All right, let's talk about some money here. Yeah, if you were working for a minimum wage back in 1977, you were working for just $2.30. Can you believe that? That's not really much even back then. So uh, President Jimmy Carter decided to raise the minimum wage. He did it slowly over time, but it would go up to $3.35. Let's talk a little about minimum wage. There is a federal minimum wage, and then states have their own minimum wages. Uh, Yeah, the federal right now is $7.25. It's been that way since 2009. 29 states, as I mentioned, and the District of Columbia have a minimum wage that's higher than that. Yeah. Why did this start? Well, sweatshops employed large numbers of women and young workers, paying them what was considered non-living wages. Back in 1938, minimum wage laws only applied to employees engaged in interstate commerce or in the production of goods for interstate commerce. Yeah, that was a quote. Yeah, that happened in 1938. They got a minimum wage. How much was it? 25 cents an hour. So if you worked 40 hours a week for 52 weeks, you made a whopping $500 a year. What did they make before the minimum wage? Oh man, that is not cool. Uh, In 1961 and 1968, the federal minimum wage was extended to essentially everybody. However, there were different rates for different types of jobs. And uh, the minimum wage was, in 1938, as I mentioned, 25 cents. In 1950, it went to a dollar. In 1974, it went to $2. All right, and a story from last year. This is kind of a Halloween story. Jackson Champagne in Maryland. Yeah, that's a kid's name. Jackson Champagne, an eight-year-old in Maryland, went up to a house and saw that there was no candy in the bowl. So what did he do? He took candy out of his bag and put it into the bowl so that the next kids coming up wouldn't be disappointed. How cool is that? The whole thing was on a doorbell video camera and it went viral. 8 million people viewed it within the first day. So uh, good job, little Jackson in Maryland. All right, let's take a look at our birthdays for today. Apple CEO Tim Cook is 60. Alex Wolf is 23. Jenny McCarthy is 48. Larry Flint, you know, Hustler Magazine. Yeah, he is 78 today. Lyle Lovett is 63. That's your look at November 1st. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. We do our best to pull together all the correct information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, you're super smart and we're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five star if you think we deserve it. If you'd like to make sure that we cover something on a future episode, let us know. Go to thisistodaypodcast.com to make suggestions, give us feedback, and see our other podcasts. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.